doesn't make a lick of sense. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon for Monday, January 6th. Adi, we haven't recorded in like two years, it feels like. I know. It's been so long. What's been happening? We've been doing stuff, and also I got a new computer, and it's recording like a million times better, and very pleased with it. I know, we're out of the danger zone. Yeah, oh man. No, so last episode, it was 45 minutes long, and... uh, Our holiday special. Our holiday special. It was 45 minutes long, and um, normally that amount of audio would take like 20 minutes-ish to render on my other computer. Yeah. It took like... A minute and a half. And and this computer was like laughing the whole time. Yeah, it was like I can you think that's a you think that's an issue? I got I gotcha. Yeah. So that's good. All um, right. Yeah, I'm pleased with that. Um let's see here. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm still setting up stuff, which is kind of annoying in the audio, but I think overall it's gonna be a much better sounding show. Wow. Um, Adi. Yeah. I got some hot takes. Oh. Hot take number one. Okay. Movie theaters with assigned seating stink. It's stupid. It, it, I don't I, like it. I, for the most part, also think it's stupid, honestly. I don't, I don't like it. Um, we went to go see... Uh, Knives Out. Knives Out. That was the name of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were... You were like... It was a completely empty theater. <laughs> and you were like, oh, we have to sit over here. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, what? No, I want to sit over here, right in the center, where the, you know, the projector is directly behind us. And you were like, you said, oh, those seats are taken online. They are taken. They were taken. It was it was showtime, wasn't it? And they nobody was there. And so I said, let's just take these seats. And you said, no, let's wait. You know, after the after yeah, the show, we those can, people showed up. And they did show up, but they showed up like five minutes after it was supposed to have <laughs> it was started. Anyway, like fifteen minutes into it, or it was that whole yeah. movie experience was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> the the what was happening? The, the they were showing that that infomercial for. With the wrong, either the audio is all wrong. They were showing an infomercial for like, yeah. if you've been tainted by some chemical, <laughs> call these lawyers. Yeah, and there's a staffer there on a, on a walkie. Oh yeah, yeah. The the whole thing was awkward, but uh, anyway, the point is that movie theaters shouldn't have assigned seating. You should just have to suck it up and find your own spots. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a, a showing of Ghoulies, which I love, the movie, on the seventeenth, I think at uh alamo draft house and uh the person who was showing me showed me that there's only two tickets left that are together in the whole theater yeah that aren't the handicapped ones and they're all the way in the front oh no so i, I don't think we're gonna make it to ghoulies okay as right. much as i love ghoulies we both work the night anyway young Mirska hargitay is in that movie that's a Ooh. great movie that's yeah. a great movie Ooh. um adi Okay. Hi. They need to. I don't know if they still make it even, but they need to bring back the big Nabisco shredded wheat brick. Why? Because I loved that as a kid. You did you ever eat that one? The I huge, did not. It's a huge brick. Nope. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, it's got Chris no Bix. sugar on it. It's just a big brick of baked wheat hair. Oh, like a single brick? It, it's like it, the brick is like the size of a brick, and you can break it if you want, but then it makes all kinds of crumbs and gets everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, they, what I, do you do if you don't break it? So it's the size you, of your you face. You need a really big bowl. Oh. 
and you pour the milk on it, and then it gets really soggy pretty fast. I, I kind of see why they mm. don't make it anymore. Yeah, it but sounds thoroughly they make the, unappealing. I'm looking right now. We have the the mini mini weeds, which mini 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 really cut the roof of my mouth. Mini mini mini. Yeah, um, but they, they should cut the back. roof of your mouth. Yeah, well, because I'm I'm probably eating it's them too intense. fast. Yeah, and just like how I burn my my mouth on the hot pizza tonight, Aww. and I also <laughs> I burn my hand. I'm, I look like a, a, a burn Very victim. Very sad. You can see. Look, it's like all white right there. I know. It I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, bring back the big shredded wheat. <laughs> so we were flying recently, and I noticed there's a trend. And it's Is a it bad a trend? trend. It's a bad trend. I've okay. noticed it several times now when we're flying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's with people wearing weird outfits at the airport? We saw... Oh, it is multiple times now. Okay, yeah. fine. It is a trend. Fine, fine. Yeah. We saw <laughs> two ladies wearing like electric green snakeskin print. Yeah. Like um, sweat sweatsuits, matching sweatsuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What? Tight. Why? Yeah. Why? You're getting on a plane. Matchy, Why are you looking matchy, like this? Matchy, matchy. I don't know. People used to wear suits on the plane, and now it's a race to the bottom in terms of loungewear. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Can't explain it. Bad. <laughs> I have a genius idea. I think that cars should, to power the horn, it should be a can of compressed air that's located somewhere in the car. And it's got a very limited amount of this compressed air in there. And to recharge it is $1,000. What, what is it now? It, right now, it's just like a, a klaxon kind of thing. So it just makes a noise on its own. It sucks air in and makes a noise. Oh. But instead, we're going to make it a, a non-renewable resource that costs $1,000 to refill so that people have to think twice before they lay on their horn. I mean, have, you, have you heard a lot of honking lately? Yes, I'm tired of it. I, I People... In a long line of cars, they'll just lay on the horn and act like something's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. So yeah. that's, that's my solution. Meditate. Yeah. Anyway, let's anyway. let's new fix year, it. new you, driver. <laughs> Adi. Yeah. Let's get on with the show. Oh wait, wait. What? My name's oh. Rafa. You're Adi. I forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh yeah. Hey, hi guys. Yeah. Gals. I'm I'm severely third degree burned, Rafael, and you're. Oh regular audio and this regular yeah. yeah that's what you get let's get on with the show Adi. yes the internet's completely over I'm going to preface this segment by saying that we haven't done a show in like six weeks. It feels like, well, except for the Christmas spectacular, which spectacular. was your, your sequined red and green um, outfit for that was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, it's too bad the uh, listeners couldn't see it. I know. Next time. Next time. Um, I still fit into it. Uh, I should preface this by saying that since it's been so long, we actually have, I have like several things for some topics. So I'm going to, we're not going to rush through them, but. There's a lot of stuff to cover. Go on a pace. Yeah. So uh, Google is um, taking a lot of anti-union actions recently. I don't know if you've been following anything that's going nope, on there. No, but it sounds about right. <clears throat> so their their staff uh, is... Google came out and said that they <clears throat> are not anti-union. However, based on everything they're doing, they are actively trying to fire anybody who's even remotely talking about forming a union, which, I mean, that's 
to be expected for a company like that. Um, they can get away with it. Exactly. Um, so there were four people who uh, were fired. I can't remember if they were fired completely or, or suspended, uh, but over Thanksgiving for for taking undertaking union activities on the boards that Google has for their employees, where they say they're allowed to take organizing action, that kind of thing. They were fired for weird, shady reasons. Uh-huh. Um, and so Google's been holding walkouts. And since then, Google has hired a uh, an anti-union consulting firm to come in and help them take action against the employees. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. It just, it, just, it just happens to be it anti-union. Be. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's number one right Don't there. Don't hold Google. it against them. Google is actively trying to, um, as great a workplace, they're the ones with, you know, the, the, the all, free food, all that kind of stuff. We've got the ping pong tables. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Legos, that stuff's all just right? designed to keep people uh, staying at work instead of going anywhere else. Their office is pretty neat. Yeah. But once they yeah. actually try and take some steps to, you know, actually provide for the employees better than what they're being provided for, Google steps in and it's like, nope. Their office, you know, it's right <clears throat> by the High Line. I mean, that's not... How does that improve the lives of the employees? Just commenting. If anything, well, then the employees are forced to eat in the Google cafeteria because everything over there is so expensive. Yeah, and crowded. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, no, no, surprise. Um, a second internet is... Compl- like second internet is completely overthought is that... Uh, so while we were home, they have an Alexa there, and they were just trying to get it to play... Like, the only thing they were using it for was to play music, yeah. right? Because it's linked to their Spotify. That was the most frustrating set of interactions I've ever seen with a piece of technology. <laughs> so they tell it, oh, you know, play, and then they'll tell it a song in Spanish, and it has no idea what they're talking about, and it just starts <laughs> randomly playing some other song. And so then they had to learn, the, the my family had to learn how to pronounce things that, that are in Spanish in the way that Alexa understands, which is like the widest accent possible that you could say it in. Wow. And it'll it'll then do it. And then the other thing is, so once the song starts playing, just to get the volume to adjust, you have to go Alexa quieter, Alexa quieter, Alexa quieter. Yeah. Ale- like four times. It's These, these new t- pieces of technology that we're inviting into the, our home that are connected like this, they're not something that we program. I think they're programming us to behave certain ways. And it's horrifying. It was absolutely awful. So I was unplugging it whenever I possibly could. <laughs> <sighs> Get awful. out of there. Yeah. Technology stinks. Good night, Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> and goodbye. Good night and goodbye. Yeah. And then we put it in the river in a box. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> and then it floats. <laughs> I just found this story today, actually. So our phones are killing us. We all know this. And some spaces have taken the step of becoming phone-free, technology-free. Okay. Including, there's a, so Samuel Smith's is a brewery chain in England. Um, Samuel Smith makes a, a nut brown lager, that's a, or a nut brown ale that's actually pretty good, and they make a chocolate stout that's pretty good. Cool. And they're just like classic. Like, they've that beer's been available the entire time I've ever ever been buying beer and it's always been considered pretty reasonable anyway so they have a chain of breweries or not breweries of brew pubs and one of them has gone 
tech free. So they have signs everywhere. I've seen photos of the signs that say no laptops, no computers or no, no, uh, telephones. And they recently had a big blow up where a group was told that they were not to be using tech inside of the bar. That's the policy of the bar. It says it on the front door. And they, uh, were asked several times to stop using their tech before the employees finally stepped in and told them that they had to completely stop or leave. And the group that this happened to, of course, took to social media and raised a huge, like, kerfuffle about it. Just go to a different place. That's that, that, hey, that, that's the easy solution that, yeah. of course, is not what people wanted to do. So it's what they did for is, you. What they did is the, the woman who was asked to um, stop using her phone uh, posted, like, a 22-tweet response. Oh, man. Naming pretty much, like, every possible reason that someone could need their phone. She said that they were a group of friends that had been meeting at the same pub for five years going. And that that rule had just taken place in the last year. And she said, oh, you know, we were conversing and looking things up and contacting people who were on their way. So it's, you know, there's there's reasons that people need to use their phone. And then people took it to the extremes. They were saying that this, this policy is anti-woman. Why? Because they said that using your phone on, for example, a date... So that yeah. your friends can check in on you and make sure they're not being kidnapped and sold into the human traffic. I don't know, whatever. Or the other thing was, you know, if what if you're an, a mother and you're in contact with the babysitter? Go to a different bar. This is obviously anti-woman technology. Or, I mean, uh, an anti-woman policy. Um, oh, man. They also said that, for example, there are people who are reliant on insulin pumps that work off of an app on your phone. Yeah. And so they need to be able to, of course, n- nobody at this, in this group had any no. need for the insulin pump. I, I guarantee like you that. that if one of them needed that for insulin and they explained that to the staff, there would be zero problem with I, that. A hundred percent. That's not what this is about. And they were also saying that the staff is being forced to enforce this policy. And so it's awkward for them, the staff. Um, they also said, so here's the, uh, the quote from the la- one of the last tweets from the, the lady who raised this whole thing online she said don't openly discriminate against people or attempt to dehumanize anyone by removing assistance that supports their life just because it's packaged in a digital device (laughs) your experience of technology is not the same as others (laughs) i think again this this all just it was Uh, just a group of friends and they just they were taking photos of stuff with their phones and they were looking stuff up online and they were asked to leave Dehumanize anyone by removing assistance that supports your life just because it's packaged in a digital device. Wow. Oh, and here's the other quote was having a policy to encourage conversation is one thing, actively policing it is another. Hmm. So they she doesn't mind it's, if you have a policy, just don't enforce so she can the policy. It. Yeah. Well it doesn't apply to her is the thing. She doesn't want it to apply yeah, to her. That's interesting. It's people go I see it happen all the time where people go to a place like where I work, for example, and then we talked about this, and then they want a completely different genre of music to be played, yeah. and they want a completely different selection of beer to be available, and it's like, well, that's that's, that's a different place yeah, it's that you're talking place, about. Go to this other place. I can give you options. Yeah. It's not because I don't want your business. It's just because those are better options for you right now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I won't change the music just because you happen to be spending money here. Yeah. Everyone else is. It's not, yeah, that's not how this works. It, it's, 
again, it's her inability to not use her phone. Her reaction is to point out the most extreme corner cases imaginable that, of course, no one is going to, like you said, nobody's going to stop an insulin person with an insulin pump from using that. Absolutely not. So ridiculous. Adi. Yeah. Social media is just garbage. People need to just put it in the garbage can and flush the garbage can. I guess that's what? a bad analogy. That's not a good analogy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like Instagram. So Can't get off th- it. I feel like every single show we could just do this exact same story. There was another big Facebook leak. This time it was 267 million people had their phone, email, and usernames linked. Uh, or sorry, leaked. And they were all in plain text, so it's there's no like oh, wow. deciphering that anybody has to do. And the story it dropped I didn't one hear day. About that. Exactly, it dropped one day. I read about it, and then it, nobody cared about it for the remainder of the time since the last show. I haven't Never heard about heard it heard anymore. It. Yeah. And the issue with these kind of leaks, and these kind of leaks becoming commonplace and accepted, being par- fine, par for the course, is that the more of this type of information gets out there, the more third party independent non-Facebook companies have access to this information and can piece together a complete 360 degree snapshot of a user. So whether we know it or not, these bits and pieces of information that we even, I, for example, use a lot of different uh, platforms just to try and diversify my footprint online. But because of these kind of leaks, these other third party companies are able to use algorithms to put together a profile of me it's it's yeah it's just again it's against your wishes ultimately it, that's the point is that it's yeah. against it's against my wishes and it's why is no one they should be of course fined and people should be fired over this kind of a thing and this is exactly the kind of uh data that do you remember cambridge cambridge analytica was uh in the news yeah for um manipulating people during the election and this is the type of information they were able to use to manipulate people awful it's not good delete facebook i mean the website like they they need to actively they need to put it in the garbage can (laughs) and flush it (laughs) there was blatant Amazon Ring propaganda. Amazon Ring is the doorbell video screen thing. Yeah. Speaking of which, we were walking around on the street the other day, and we saw somebody with the, the video doorbell thing, and it very obviously was stuck frozen on the Android splash screen. Yeah. <laughs> so I was joking. So I was saying, stupid. how stupid is it that somebody needs to upgrade the firmware to their doorbell? <laughs> oh, anyway, so Amazon Ring. That's garbage. There was, there was blatant propaganda on Reddit the front page the entire time leading up to Christmas mm-hmm. of Amazon Ring stuff. They had, uh, for example, uh, a, U- a UPS worker like coming up and there was a bag of candy or, yeah. you know, for people who are making deliveries, bottled water, candy, this and that. And it was like a, a minute long video of the guy coming up to the porch, gets a bottle of water, takes some candy. And then he's like doing a little sassy dance. Yeah. It was very obviously staged. And then there was another one of a guy trying to deliver in a slippery 
uh, side, like icy um, driveway. Uh-huh. And they show him like very actively and carefully pushing the package while he's basically falling all over the place. It was yeah. very, very obviously faked videos that were on the front page of Reddit at the very top multiple days in a row even. Um, and it's just disturbing to me that that kind of stuff, we have no idea if that's an ad, an, a native ad, I guess right, you could call right. it, or actual content yeah. because of the way Reddit has become um, a, an advertising platform. People know how to manipulate it and game it. Um, Amazon, I don't know if you also heard, but Amazon Ring had an issue where uh, several users had their ring hacked and people were able to log in remotely. Um, this type of thing happens a lot, like with baby monitors and this and that, because people never change the default passwords. Oh. So if somebody sends out a, a sniffer where it's just sniffing for open ports and they find the right matching port, they can use the default login, test the default login to see if they can look around inside of people's homes because so of the camera. Really? Yeah. So they there was somebody who was logging into people's rings and they were like talking. You can talk back through the ring device itself. So there was one where a guy, there was like a seven-year-old girl in her house and the guy on the, on the ring was telling her to just break stuff. He was like, oh, you can do whatever you want. Break that, break that that table. Yeah. There was video of it on the news. Yeah. Um, for some reason, uh, something else had recorded it. You know, these, if you have a ring, you probably have something else to watch your kids and you probably have this and that. So, um, inviting all these, these devices into the home, especially if you're worried about people hacking and being able to hear into your home, just don't don't bring anything like that in. Um, but also, don't bring in the Alexas, because, like I said, Facebook has no security yeah. and no uh, repercussions when they do violate security. So until heads start rolling, this type of stuff is just going <laughs> to keep happening. Oh, man. Uh, Adi? Yeah? We're living in hard times. Man, I can't believe how long it's been since we did a show because this this story is from Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, um, uh. this is how how hard the times are. So, a lot of people have to work at Walmart because Walmart successfully undercut all the local businesses, right? Yeah. yeah, put them all out of business, and so now the only option in some towns is basically to work at Walmart. That's why Walmart is the number one employer in most of most states in the union. Makes sense, yeah. Um, so. Walmart decided to do a nice thing and give their employees a bonus for working on Black Friday. So the day after oh, Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Um, they gave them 15% off coupons for their next Walmart purchase. Wait. What? Like, they had extra coupons? or No, it, it was a coupon that specifically said, thank you for helping us on Black Friday kind of thing. 15? You know, or one five. One five percent off your next purchase at Walmart. To employees. To employees. What's their... Do they have a staff discount now? I'm sure they do. I'm not sure how much it That's is. That's embarrassing. <laughs> this is... It just... It reminded me exactly of... Uh, do you know what Scrip is? No. Scrip is... Uh, like, railroad companies used to use Scrip. And oh, yeah, it's, yeah. So, Scrip is... Um, it's money that's only good at the company store. Yeah. And the prices at the company store are usually inflated. And so the company gets to basically pay you in money that you can only spend on stuff that they are making money off of. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was almost a form of slavery 
um, anyway, that's that's where we're at. Is people are because of the great prices that Walmart has to offer, people can't afford to get real jobs, so they have to work for Walmart, which makes money off of their employees. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. Nice little ecosystem there. Oh, why is this story in here? I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about it's, it anyway. Uh, yeah, let's, let's find a way to make it work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> another story that came out since then, this actually came out at the beginning of December, was uh, there was a, an Amazon CFO, chief financial officer, that was killed. Um, she was riding her bike in San Francisco yeah. and was hit by a van uh, and was killed in 2013. And the details of the accident were actually finally released to the public. Um, she was killed by a third-party delivery service that was being employed by amazon and and we're finding what is it like six years ago yeah wow and it took them that long to release that information um and this again is what i was talking about with the uh the human cost of things like one day delivery is that you have to push people to their limit there's no way to do one day delivery where someone is not cutting corners at some point yeah and for it to just become the the norm is terrifying. Um, it also goes completely against the concern for the climate uh, that people have. It does, yeah. I don't understand how the two how people are okay with the two things at the same time. So terrible, terrible news, and it was sad. Uh, it was even sadder that that was a, the cause of her death. Yeah. You know what one of the consequences of living the cash-only life is? What? Sometimes you lose your cash. Oh. And I find it. Yeah, sometimes. I found $900 in an envelope at the at uh, Temkin's the bar the other day. Oh, yeah. It was just sitting on the floor. There was nobody in there. This is Again, this is like a month ago now, but $900 in, yeah. cash, in, in $100 bills in an but, envelope. But, but I'm a good person. Yeah, man. Allegedly. <laughs> Fun. Fun to do bad things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a good person. Wow. So I gave the bartender the money and I said, hey, look, I'm giving you this money and I'm trusting you, even though I don't know the guy. I said, if somebody comes and claims it, that's fantastic. But if nobody claims it in 30 days, I'll split it with you, I said. Yeah. Which is already, I think, pretty generous. But I think so. Uh, somebody came the next day. Of course. I yeah. I, knew, I was even telling him, I was like, somebody's coming to get this because it was the first. It was December 1st. It, yeah, somebody they totally need that money. needed yeah. it for their rent. So I'm glad they were able to find it. But be careful if you're living the cash-only life. Yeah. Um, another thing about cash-only. <laughs> they recently installed a seamless tablet. Seamless, the delivery website. Tablet at our local deli that is open deli. late night for food. So... People can walk in, and instead of talking to the human being that's behind the glass counter... Waiting and to take their order. Just literally standing there waiting, yeah. or maybe has his back turned because he's cooking somebody else's order, but you can yeah. still talk to him because he's a human. Uh, you just <laughs> enter what you want on the tablet, and it prints out at the receipt printer behind the glass case, and he yeah. makes your order, and then you can pick it up. And they're paying seamless... For what? Yeah. For what? Like, why Why would you do that as a business owner? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. Is it... I mean, I'm sure they pitch it to them and it's like, oh, you're bringing in customers yeah. who well, have the convenience of Seamless. We were but... just talking about... Uh, what's the name of the pizza place that just closed? 
Uh, Rhea Bella. Yeah, they just closed because the owner said that Seamless was just taking too much of the... the yeah, the various apps, yeah. Just All the various apps are, yeah, eating the business alive. It's yeah, horrible. when it's not a big profit margin to begin with, at least for, for him. Well, but. and for most restaurants, it's not a, yeah. a huge profit margin. You're operating on... on I just I don't see the end game when they put all of the restaurants out of business because their fees are so high. And well, I mean, I'm sure at some point at, it's going to be places best, owned by them. At best, um, something like Seamless, the restaurant is going to successfully pass the cost on to customers. So why would you why would you support them? Just pick up the phone and yeah. call somebody and order the pizza and tip the guy who delivers it. Yeah. I don't understand what's so hard about that. I don't know. I it's mean, all the, these... the worst thing, though, really, is that tablet in the deli, though. Is you're yeah. already in there, and the guy's usually, he's, he's literally looking he's, at you when he's He's less than order. three feet away from you. Yeah. I, That's strange. It doesn't make any sense. And it it's it's a continuation of what I told I talk about, which is they they like to compartmentalize and make people too shy to even talk to another human being when that's, I, I what's the point of life except to talk to other human beings? I don't Social creatures. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> I read the news, and I got a couple stories out of it that I thought were interesting. The first is um, the U.S. is having a sugar crisis. What do you mean? There have been some crop failures recently due to uh, weather and uh, the American sugar crop was not as large as it was expected to be. And that is probably likely corn sugar. So high fructose corn syrup, the stuff that is turned into high fructose corn syrup. There was a a failure of that crop this year. And as a result, the U S to meet demand had to subsidize and import a ton of uh, cane sugar from South America. Okay. And they're paying way too much for it. And so when you get down to the nitty gritty, the way the story is playing out is that American government subsidizes the corn farmers to produce corn sugar. So a lot more people make corn sugar. So corn sugar is very cheap. Right. And then the industry, the, the food industry identified that corn sugar is very cheap. So they start adding it to everything. Yeah. Because it's a cheap ingredient. And so we have a crop failure now. And so we're going to have to subsidize those corn farmers further. And we had to subsidize bringing in sugar from an outside source to the food companies. Rather than if we just cut the subsidies out altogether and the the cost of corn sugar goes up, people are going to stop using corn sugar in the food industry, which is probably healthier for everyone all around. (laughs) Probably just a but if we just let the corn crops fail and figure it out. Just figure it out. Yeah. Instead of importing all this sugar. So I thought that was, it was just a very interesting um, way to look at why it's such a ridiculous situation with, yeah. with the food, the way food works in this country. That is really interesting. Uh, round and round. The other interesting news story, we had a slightly closer viewpoint on it because we were there. Uh, there's these crazy drones in Colorado out in the, um, on the plains that are flying in grid patterns. Did you see any what? of this while we were out there? No. Every night there's what are you these drones. About? Every night there's these drones flying around in a grid pattern uh, over like a. T- they said it was like a 25 square mile space what each night. What are they night. doing? They nobody knows who the, who's doing it, 
and uh, nobody knows where they're coming from. They don't know if it's a government thing or if it's a private company. They don't know if all they know all all the news was willing to say is absolutely do not shoot down these drones because that's a felony. What? Yeah, they said even if it's over your property, you're not allowed to shoot down the drones. But who's are they? Nobody knows, and I. In so my what's head, it to them if you shoot that's it what down. I was saying is yeah. shoot one down and see who comes to collect it. And then, yeah. you know, who's like, do some like investigative news reporting here. Yeah, Don't just tell people not to shoot these crazy drones that are menacing people. <laughs> and in the end, I think it's probably if I had to guess, I think it's probably a gas company um, or a mineral company looking for mineral or somewhere to frack. There's a lot of fracking in Colorado. Yeah. Um, so they're probably just covertly mapping the terrain and oh. seeing where things are yeah uh so that they can buy up all the land for cheap and then do whatever so interesting but that's the thing is it's still going on and nobody knows and it's not where where are the investigative reporters that's what I, yeah who's how come nobody's more interested than Ooh, isn't that weird Ooh. terrible I don't know if you've been following the political situation going on in this country at the moment. Nope. With impeachment looming. Definitely not. It's stuck at the moment at the House. Not going anywhere. Oh, uh, oh the House. I see. So, I was like, in not December, my house. In de- <laughs> not at our house, no. <laughs> in December, the NDAA, which comes up each year, NDAA being National Defense Authorization Act, it comes up each year. What that is, is that's the budget for the military, but it's a spending bill. So they're able to, the Democrats and the Republicans in Congress are able to add amendments on there, move things around, get some funding for stuff that you need, cut some funding from stuff that's ridiculous. Yeah. And this last December, because impeachment, the impeachment was going on in Congress, the... Republicans loaded the bill up with all kinds of ridiculous extra stuff that normally the Democrats would push back against and cut all that stuff down and get rid of it while also introducing some things that Democrats want. But because the impeachment was going through, uh, Democrats decided that they wanted to show the country that impeachment wasn't going to be a distraction from the actual running of the country. So they made sure to get the NDAA passed with zero pushback. And so what happened is... Like actually zero pushback? Basically no pushback, yeah. So what happened is the Republicans were able to get all this ridiculous stuff added to the NDAA, get more money for the military than ever. It's like $1.1 billion, $1. 1 billion, I think, this year. Yeah, I saw this. They even give extra money. They, yeah. they give extra money to Trump, who is they think is an insane person, but they're giving yeah. him extra money for the military. Um, so here's a quote, uh, from, uh, Andy Kim, who's a freshman Democrat who represents New Jersey. Okay. He said, this is exactly what the American people have been demanding of government, that we can actually move forward on legislating on governing to show that we are adults and are able to get things done on issues of national security. He's referring to that in context of, uh, impeachment also happening at the same time. So basically they're saying, we need to be adults about this yeah. and just completely let them do exactly whatever they want. 
And then just a few, uh, so by not doing any pushback on the military funding, yeah, I think that that empowered the military and Trump to do what they did in Iran with the bombing there, because there's no pushback. There's no there's no one going against war. Yeah. There's nobody there's nobody trying to stop the funding for war. So it was a, it was a I think it's a ridiculous sentiment to think that you're being an adult by not doing anything. Just letting things go by. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. It's a conspiracy. It's disappointing. I have a conspiracy that you'd never heard of. Okay. Adi? <laughs> yeah. Ellen DeGeneres is an intelligence asset. No, she's not. What evidence do you have that she's not? I, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here's, here's my theory behind Ellen okay. being a, a CIA asset. Well, I don't know if it's CIA. I don't know if it's FBI. I don't know who's running her, but somebody's running her. So number one. There was a leaked memo in 2009 that uh, was in the Hillary Clinton email hacks of the era that said that Ellen was willing to meet with them and push uh, basically news stories that they were trying to promote um, and that she could she would do anything she possibly could to help them on that matter. Okay. So that's data point number one. All right. And as you said, why does everything have to go back to Hillary Clinton? I did say that. <laughs> I thought that why was is she involved in this? I don't know, <laughs> but she is. So, and then point number two, she has aided with the rehabilitation of George W. Bush's image to the point that I don't think most people are mad about at George W. Bush basically at all anymore. Um, everything that is happening now in the world in foreign policy. He was much worse at, and the atrocities that were committed were pretty much the worst that have happened in the modern era. And yet everybody thinks of him as the guy that was dancing on Ellen or giving the piece of candy to Michelle Obama. Uh, And he, you know, does those paintings. He does those paintings. Yeah. He's a a nice guy. He does those paintings. And the last thing, the thing that really makes me think that she's an, uh, an asset is that, uh, after the Las Vegas shooting, what was that? I've never heard that alarm before. Um, uh, after the Las Vegas shooting, um, yeah. which was horrific, uh, which also there's more involved in this. Um, there's stuff with Iran involved in the Las Vegas shooting that got muddied and lost in the what? shuffle. Yeah. It's, it's, it's we're a long story. About it, Alan. I know we're, I'm trying to get back to that, but, um, <laughs> so she somehow, the Ellen Show, of all journalistic enterprises, yeah. was the only outlet that that hero, I'm making air quotes, hero security guard appeared on to tell his side of the story of what happened there. The only outlet that he gave that information on was on Ellen. He trusts her. Why? I don't know. That's the first thing I thought of. But that's exactly yeah. correct. Is These TV personalities have massive... Uh, trust invested in them like ellen um another one that that happened today is um judge judy came out endorsing michael bloomberg did you see that oh i didn't see that and the news uh was basically saying if she can shine put some of the shine the the judge judy shine because she's so beloved 
on Bloomberg, maybe he has a shot at going up in the polls, this and that. In my reading of the headline, it basically was 420, I looked up her net worth, 420 millionaire yeah. Judge Judy endorses <laughs> billionaire for president. It, yep. I mean, of course. That's a, I think, more appropriate headline there. Yeah. And so to get back to Ellen, um, something, she's obviously a very, very powerful voice on TV and she's able to shape and rehabilitate news stories and people in the news like no one else. And that's why I think she's an intelligence asset. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Adi, we have a new segment. We do? Yeah. I guess we can call this watching you. What's this about? I've noticed... <laughs> I noticed... I think we're going to use this segment for when I notice somebody making weird moves... I haven't fully fleshed out this segment yet. Okay. We'll put it that way. All right, all right. But what I, got, you, I have got? an example this time. Okay. So when I was a kid, Everclear, the liquor. Do you know what Everclear is? Not really. Everclear is like 99% pure alcohol. Yeah. And it was like what hobos drank. You get it really cheap. It tastes, probably tastes like death. But people would use it at parties. They would mix it all with like Kool-Aid and orange juice and make jungle juice or whatever. And... It was dirt cheap, and that's why people drank it, and it was really strong. Yeah. I recently remembered that Everclear exists, so I decided to do some looking into what they're up to now, and they're still sold. (laughs) And they went through a complete uh, image overhaul recently, and now they they sell themselves as like a handcrafted liquor. Like, the way that they sell themselves is as a... Mixer, mixing agent for making your own kind of cocktails, which is part of what Everclear can be used for, extracting flavors from stuff. Um, For example, like if you're making uh, tinctures, you can use Everclear. But it's hilarious because you go to the website for Everclear now, and it's like all guys with rolled up sleeves and leather aprons, (laughs) and they're like juicing and zesting and with big beards and mustaches. For Everclear? Yeah, it's like a bunch of hipsters on Everclear's website. It's (laughs) hilarious. I highly recommend checking out. They have like videos of people, you know, making Everclear their own. Wow. They hired a director of marketing. Something. Pretty hilarious. Anyway, so that's, that's kind of what I think the segment should be is... <laughs> I when I notice you. that people are doing you. some weird stuff, yeah. Let's uh let's talk to uh some people. Okay. So if people want to email us, they can email us at double dungeon at hotmail.com. Double dungeon at hotmail.com. And we'll answer your questions. We'll give you advice. Maybe. Whatever you need. Um, so, uh, my sister wrote, I don't think I read this already on the show. Maybe I did. If, if you did, then we're all sorry. Yeah. It's been so long, I forgot. Yeah, I <laughs> I've don't actually know. forgotten. I don't know. This will be quick. Um, Adi, <laughs> in one episode, you mentioned that the coffee you drank was too bitter. I have a trick to smooth it right out. Add a tiny pinch of salt to your cup of coffee and stir it around. I don't know the science behind it. Maybe rough I will. Do you know, Rafael? I didn't know, but I looked it up. And basically, okay. it uh, the salt is tricking your brain into um, missing the bitterness of the coffee. It is? Yeah. 
Oh. So But you did you did have me try it, right? I don't remember, did I? I think you did. And it's been I think so long. I was I think I was into <laughs> we it. We need to do we need to do these shows show more <laughs> frequently because I forgot what we covered and what I we know. didn't. Uh, anyway. I think we tried this out. Okay. Well and it worked. Um so put salt in your coffee. Put butter in it too, right? That that was a thing for a minute. People I, were putting butter in their coffee. Well, you don't remember it's that? It's not something that I'm doing. I don't remember. Anyway, well, okay. that's that. They, people can email us, doubledungeon at hotmail.com. We have another thank, listener. Thank you for the tip. We have another listener letter that's coming up later, but uh, we'll oh. get to that. We'll get to that. It's like I did some things. We did some things. We. This is just a stories from our lives segment. Okay. Sounds good. I wanted to tell the story that it's not even a good, it's not it's hilarious, not... but it's pretty funny. So we have a uh, guitar teacher, mostly guitar teacher, but he's also a composer. In so our apartment is like a railroad, meaning that it's a one thin apartment that runs from the front of the building to the back. However, the first floor railroad was divided at some point. So there's a guy who teaches music who has a very small studio in the front of the building. And then we have our studio in the entire back of the building. Yeah. And he normally teaches guitar. So we wake up a lot on the weekends to him teaching. Um, he usually teaches, uh, what's the name of the song? I don't know. Uh, when the night is young and land is dark. Whatever. He teaches that song to people. Uh, Stand by me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, <laughs> Normally we wake up to him teaching like that kind of song or like playing, just playing music in general and playing along with it. It's not usually that bad, right? However, about a month ago, we woke up one morning to apparently he took on a trumpet student and they were like blasting away (laughs) at like one in the afternoon. Blasting, blasting away. Like really loud. That was atrocious. And uh, I forgot to mention that shortly after that, uh, somebody was doing some kind of a drumming project at some point one day when you were away at work. <laughs> really? At least that was in the evening. I can handle it if it's at like seven at night. Yeah. But it's one in the afternoon trumpet blasting on a yeah. Saturday when we worked the night before was not fun. Go back to guitar, please. Yeah. Um, another story from my life that people probably don't know and you didn't know. I did uh, not know this. We were walking home uh, one night and, uh, there was a balloon animal dog laying on the ground and I picked it up and it was you, me and our friend. And I said, Hey, this, this balloon animal's not right. And you guys were laughing. Like, yeah, because it was silly. And who knew? I said, this balloon animal is not an made right. And so I took it all apart and I straightened it out a bit. And then I twisted. So the issue was that whoever made that balloon animal dog, didn't do there's supposed to be a twist in between the two ears so that rather than just a single loop from his head around (laughs) it's supposed to look like two ears instead of one just big loop yeah so i took it all apart and i twisted his ears correctly and i put it all back together and yes i know how to do balloon animals not not every balloon animal but i know the basics of how to make balloon animals because when i was a kid um my dad had a whole bunch of balloon animal stuff because they would have carnivals at the school he taught at and i basically remember him getting a book and getting the balloons and then rather than him learning how to do it he handed it to me and said get to get to work (laughs) learn how to do all this so i made i used to make balloon swords balloon dogs balloon hats 
all that stuff. Wow. So. And I uh, guess, yeah, I didn't know this I found, about you. I found the balloon pump when I was home, but I couldn't find any balloons. Well, I did. I actually did. I did find balloons, but they were the regular globe type yeah and they were they looked like they were about 30 years old and i tried to blow one up and it just fell apart oh no oh okay that was in the attic (laughs) so anyway yeah i know how to make balloon animals it's pretty good right you can hire off i yeah hire me (laughs) i'll be your friend pay me money I remembered this story recently and it made me very happy so we were in york pennsylvania yeah going to a wedding for a friend of yours um was he from there is that why it was in york the bride the bride was from york yeah york pennsylvania which yes. i believe was chair i think we talked about this actually but, uh, but factory tour yeah that was yeah it was a completely dead town that was formerly a lot of uh, um manufacturing yeah and so we were at that party and then the next day we woke up and we all got together all you me and the friends that had come that we were friends with and we went to york family diner Is that was that the name of it Fam- central family diner i don't central know family central diner? family something diner something like that something yeah but in York. Because and it's a chain. It's a chain. They, like, have, they have of three locations. And so they have one in York, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And they have one in what? Binghamton? Is that what it's I one think one? so. Binghamton, New York. <laughs> so they're a big, York. they're a real big chain. Yeah. I like, think there's a third location. It's probably it or not. some city we've never heard of. Yeah. Um, so we go in <laughs> and we're all sitting down and I can't remember what I ordered. Probably eggs and bacon. I don't usually, I don't really like diner food. I think I've talked about that before, but um, I forget what you ordered. But I'm sure uh, it was delicious. Generic. And then our friend Bill looked at the menu. Uh, keep in mind, it's like 11 in the, in the morning. Looked at the menu. Middle of Pennsylvania. In the middle of Pennsylvania and ordered the crab chowder. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody just everybody was like, the what, table. Is, <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> the crab chowder. And then the crab chowder came, right? And he was eating it. And it yeah. was just like, he was saying it wasn't very good yeah no, no wonder and we we're saying yeah, it's the middle of pennsylvania it's not yeah it's not even oh, by the they, water didn't they give us all like little tiny samples of um apple cider or something oh yeah they did give yeah. us a sample man that was a long time ago um and so ridiculous and then on the way out they had one of those raffle things where you enter a, what was it you had to fill out a survey oh no um it was on the receipt there was a re- oh that's what yeah. it was yeah, yeah yeah if you if you do the survey then you can you get entered to win a dinner and so you filled out the survey I filled out the survey for like the family diner and then they ended up you ended up winning yeah and then so the guy emailed me and he was like you know congrats you won and I wrote back I was like is there like an expiration date for this you know like. I don't think I'm going to be back there in a while. And it's like, why were you from? And I was like, well, I'm in Brooklyn. And then he like sent me back an email that was just like laughter. And he didn't say anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so can we go, can we show up with that, that email and get some York family? I'm pretty sure we can. Okay, let's do it. This is a new road trip. (laughs) New road trip. Yeah. Let's go back to the alpacas. 
Oh yeah, we know. saw alpacas that trip. Yeah. That was fun. It was a great trip. Yeah, those alpacas were to Hershey Park. Fine. Oh, Hershey Park was a dump. I didn't like that. It was a great friend experience. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. but the place. That's the thing. I just, sorry, I just remembered okay. now. I was irate. He's pointing. Monkey. I was irate at Hershey Park. There was no like. It's Hershey's Park. Where's the like big chocolate shaped guy handing out free chocolate? Yeah. There was no free chocolate anywhere to be found no, at Hershey Park. No, you had to Park. purchase chocolate. I know. Not even like those Halloween-sized ones. Yeah. Just give me one of those. One. Just one free I'm not chocolate. even asking for... I'm, that's what I mean, though. It's like... That's my ticket. Yeah. yeah. Just give me a chocolate. I want to see... I want to get free chocolate from the big, like, Hershey yeah, sky that, that or whatever. Was, that, that was part of the... Well, actually, the roller coasters there were really good. But the yeah. rest of it was a disappointment. A chocolate-based <laughs> disappointment. You didn't like the little tour? The tour? Oh, uh, no. That was dumb. Well, I didn't like the tour. Bah humbug then. And then you get out and they have chocolate for sale and it's more expensive than if you just go to the grocery store. I like Depressing. walking around. It was a good experience. It was, it was a dump. They Aww. need to flush the toilet on that No, place. they don't. No, they don't. You don't even mean it. You're laughing. <laughs> Someone has written in and asked me to use my psychic abilities for good for once instead of for evil. Wow. I will read the letter. Of course, people can email us at doubledungeon at hotmail.com. Yeah. Email us. So here's the letter. I was hoping you could use your psychic ability and powers of prediction to answer a question. I have an awesome pair of bell bottoms. They're the best wash, super 70s, perfect rose gold colored threading and rivets. When will I be able to wear them? Because I know they'll Never. be back in style at some point. No way I'm giving these up just to have to buy another likely mediocre pair somewhere down the road. Help. LOL. Sincerely, Anonymous Dolls. <laughs> oh, and also they added a couple other notes. P.S. I totally believe that whole meeting about positive rap in the prison industrial complex happened. So that's yeah. one vote on my... Um, I was never against conspiracy it. Theory. I was never against it. And then post postscript, she's not sure about the Stevie Wonder being blind, but him doing the photography does make one's head tilt a bit. So here, <clears throat> I'm using my psychic powers okay. right now. All right. Bell bottoms will be back in fashion in 15 years. 15? 15 years. There's going to be a very mild bump. Within the next year and a half or two years. Really? But it's not going to be denim. They won't be denim. It'll be a different material. How do you know? I'm using my psychic powers. What do oh, you... right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm used to evidence-based things. I think, you know? I think that bell bottoms have a chance, but it's going to be that kind of a more like your tight material. Okay. Um, I don't think jean, bell bottom jeans will be popular for another 15 years okay so 2035 put it in the book book. you can wear them in 2035 (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, yeah thank you thank you for that oh yeah thank you you can email us at double dungeon at hotmail.com if you want me to use my psychic powers um adi yeah i've been getting up to no good to do bad things.
<laughs> Adi. Yeah. When you go to the movie theater and you buy a large popcorn, yeah, you get unlimited free refills. Okay. Correct. You just have to take the bucket okay. back to the counter. Okay. So like the really big one. You can you can compress this entire transaction and never buy the popcorn to begin with. Okay. You just go to the garbage in the theater. <laughs> no. And you no. root around inside until you find you a bucket. But you don't do that. And then you dump out the popcorn. But you just don't do that. And then you go back to the counter and you get it refilled. I just saved you fifteen dollars. <laughs> I know it's so expensive. <laughs> so Yeah, but what if you got like a piece of gum in it or something? The, that, the right? way to ruin my story so one time we went to go see a movie at the, i didn't think you were telling the story at the movie theater by my high school and we did that exact thing we just pulled just the, edit me out we pulled the the popcorn out of the me and this guy kent that i used to go to high school with and uh we pulled the popcorn out and we dumped it out and went and got it filled but there was a piece of gum stuck on the inside oh god and so kent was eating the popcorn and he grabbed a big handful and he was chewing that's, and he was like, oh, he got the gum in his mouth and he was so chewing gross. popcorn and gum at the, used gum at the same time. That's so terrible. <laughs> that's really bad. So yeah, you don't have to pay for popcorn. That's the point. Just go to the, go to the garbage can, root around in there. Root around in there. Root around, get some, usually the bucket's a little bit wet too because people toss their sodas and stuff in there. Sounds great. Yeah. Save you some money. Why not? You just don't, you don't have to get popcorn. Why not? I don't know. I think, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> it's a glitch. Did you read this news story about the parking meters here in New York? I haven't, no. 14,000 parking meters are having issues because they weren't programmed to have any calendar that extended beyond january 1st 2020 oh i free woo i kind of read about yeah and what is the deal with that no some, one thought about that some programmer just was like ah these they, they'll never make it like these parking meters were only installed like 10 years ago but for some reason they just never programmed in a calendar yeah. past that date into these parking meters So what happened to people so who what, needed them this is a cash only segment now too um so what happened is it still takes cash just fine okay you just can't pay with a credit card on the the meters yeah um so what they were saying is you have to download the app the mta app again this is now we're in the conspiracy territory the mta or sorry the city just wants to get your access to your phone that's my theory um but no so that was their suggestion is they're fixing them they're updating it as fast as they can it's been over the past five days they updated ten thousand of the fourteen thousand machines but there are still parking meters in new york that you can't pay for a cre- uh, for parking with a credit card. Wow. Um, so the yeah. cashier app. Yeah. So you have to download the app, and of course it's going to have a million permissions, and then Facebook's going to leak all your information to everybody. Oh, no. It's the worst. You know what else is the worst? What? Oh, this customer that I used to have. So when I used to work for this bar that was called Videology, Videology was a bar slash screening room slash video rental place. A very unique and interesting concept um, that, of course, flopped and is no longer in business. Now it's, what is it? Old Man Hustle? Yeah. Comedy Club? Yeah. Um, 
so we were a bar, but they just kept trying to. It wasn't doing fantastic as a bar. It was doing all right. It was, but it wasn't doing as much business as they wanted. So they kept expanding the concept uh, to the point that we were selling like coffee all night, which never made sense to me. But that's also why I drink so much coffee now is that it was free and yeah. I needed to stay awake all night to, I don't know, whatever. So you would get these weird random people that would come in just to use their computer late night since we were also a coffee spot. And they knew that they could get coffee and just hang out, pay $2 and not tip anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was an Asian guy that used to come in and use his headphones all night. And he would always, always, always stay till the very end of the night, which was kind of annoying because we couldn't close even a little bit early because there was one person there. And then there was this other other guy that had an accent. I have no idea what ethnicity he was. He was whitish, but also something ethnic and also not from America. Yeah. And I have a coworker that has features that I guess you could confuse with Asian even though she's not Asian. I don't really think so. If you were if you squint real hard, she might look a little bit Asian. If you um, can't see. Yeah, if you can't see. And so this guy, he used to come in all the time and just constantly like talking to girls, and I never really paid attention to what he was saying. One time he came up to the co-worker of mine and he was like oh you're so pretty are you asian and that was like his whole pickup line that's his pickup line are you asian yeah and she was really creeped out and was like no and stopped talking to him but then i so from then on i started paying attention when he came in he would just walk up to and he was always he would pop in real quick look around yeah sometimes use his computer but most of the time he would look around to find if there were any asian girls at all in the place and then he would spend the rest of the time trying to talk to them It was some weird obsession, but again, he could barely speak English. And, um, one of the last times that I ever saw him, uh, I probably quit not too long after that, but he was in there and he had a girlfriend with him who was a very short Asian girl who didn't speak English at all. Oh, wow. And she also like didn't speak to anyone the entire time she was in there. And she stood like directly behind him wherever he went around the place, like super submissive i guess you would say um so i guess he found the asian girl of his dreams which is creepy that's weird yeah um i still see that guy or i used to see that guy for a few years after i quit riding his bike around and every time i saw him i was just like oh that guy's a weirdo yeah we get weird people in here um oh i i now that we're also in the in the bar segment i wanted to talk about uh some other thing here which is uh patron is the worst liquor to have on hand at a bar why because there was a scam somebody was trying to pull a scam at my work the other last month and of course it involved patron it always involves patron i don't know what it is about patron people who are running scams always want patron i don't know if it's because it's expensive and they also know what it is um it was a guy trying to use a credit card that wouldn't swipe and then he was trying to use another one that didn't have his name it had somebody else's name on it and we asked to see his id and he got super sketchy and just left after that. But the point is, I don't know what it is about Patron, but there's something about Patron that people who are running scams love Patron. So just get rid of Patron. It's not even that good of a tequila. Um, what? It's not. It's I don't know. To say that, I right? just, no, I just mean I don't like that you know, people are running scams. Yeah, stupid scammers. Everybody's stupid.
You know who's really stupid? Who? People who move into these luxury loft condos in our neighborhood and then don't ever do anything about the lighting in those luxury loft condos. Yeah. You can see them. You're walking down the street and they have the built into the ceiling lighting and it's like horrible compact fluorescent bulbs. And so their apartment looks like a Russian gulag, like (laughs) awful. It's just horrible. The lighting is terrible and it's not pleasant to look at. It has to feel terrible to live in. Like, in our apartment, I try and have a lot of low lighting. Yeah. Because that's comfortable. That's a very comfortable way to live. Whereas that, it's like you're in a prison complex. It's very I don't harsh. understand. Yeah, it's awful. So buy some lamps. Turn off the overhead lighting. Get rid of the LED, the pink LEDs, too. That's the other thing. I've railed against that before already. Pink LEDs are the worst. Um, you know who else is stupid? Who? People on Craigslist. What is people's problems? <laughs> so I, I found Just be some, normal. Yeah. I found some shelves that were for sale of the type that I have, the plastic shelving that yeah. I love. It's a very specific type. And I had it all arranged. I wrote the lady. I said, I'm happy to come pick them up at your convenience. These are my days that I can come. I can come between these hours. And she wrote back and like negotiated to get a different time, which was early in the morning, which I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But it actually worked out because you had to be right in that neighborhood that day. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll go with Adi. Um, And so I wrote her and I confirmed that I was coming. I just needed the address. Yeah. We had the time and everything worked out. Uh, Didn't hear anything the night before. Woke up early. Didn't have any emails from this person. And it was like an hour before I was supposed to leave to go there. Yeah. So I emailed and said, hey, just waiting on an address. And then nothing for like another hour. You left. And then later in the day, I got an email that said, oh, the shelves are already taken. Uh, and I was like, what are you talking did, about? Yeah, why did you We went, we went back and this. forth like three yeah. times. What is your problem? I don't know. It, yeah, really stupid. Just it's how hard is it to, I don't know what happened, but I probably shouldn't have sent a death threat in that last email. I oh, guess, no, right? Rafi, that's not good. You should have known. Well, it happened. Adi, okay. <laughs> let's talk about food. Look at how big this blister is getting that I got. That's what I get for making frozen oh, pizza in the oven. That's no good. And then trying to grab the pan. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that pizza so bad. And then I burned my mouth on the pizza. So it's, oh, that's not good. This pizza was beating me up. I'm um, sorry. So, Adi, I have some random food topics to cover. All right. Number one, the world's greatest pot. Which is? The world's greatest pot. Oh, that's the name of it. That's the name of the product. Oh. I've, that's my new infomercial obsession of, of the moment. The world's <laughs> great. Have you seen the world's greatest pot? Yes, you did. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. So, it's, I'll describe it real quick. It's a pot. Okay. With a strainer built in. And the strainer is on a spindle. So, it's connected on the two sides of the pot by two uh, kind of bolts. And so what that means is that the pot, when it's got stuff in it, you can literally spin the outer pot, which is the pot, and the strainer stays vertical. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, pasta, you make your mac and cheese. So what you do is you put your your pasta in the water, in the pot, but in the strainer. After it boils, you just dump it over the sink and all the water comes out, but the pasta stays in the strainer. Yeah, amazing. We're living in the future. 
Your hair looks great. Thank you. Um, it's ridiculous. I can't believe anybody's buying this piece. <laughs> it's so it's like the you can tell it's like made of the worst materials possible. Would you like to send Raphael the word? Yeah, world's hey, wait. greatest pot. You, if you're the world's greatest <laughs> pot people, I would love a, a sample model so that I can proclaim how great it is to all of my listeners. He will review it on the show. That's what, maybe that's who I need to start hitting up a, for free stuff. <laughs> well, we didn't have a free stuff this time. I forgot about well, it. Well, it's world's. World's whatever, greatest pot. Greatest pot, yes. Send yeah. me a world's greatest pot. Not world's whatever pot. Yeah. World's, world's greatest, greatest pot. pot. Actually, I could use one of those really fancy blenders. So if you work for Blendtec, I, I don't remember who. No, no, no. I mean like the good ones. Oh. You know, like they use it like Jamba Juice. I was watching them at the airport oh, and Jamba I was like, juice. oh, that's a, that's a oh, good man. blender. I could go for a smoothie right now. <clears throat> um, oh, so last episode, which was the, the Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. Um, I was talking about how I had a porchetta in the oven. Oh man, that was so good. It was that came so, out so good. good. And that was such an easy recipe. Really? Uh, I would rate it like a five out of ten, which is easy okay. for me. All right, so, it was delicious. Because all I had to do was keep thinking about it. It was a it was a boneless pork butt, a pork shoulder, and I just flattened, flayed it out like with a knife, made it real flat, um, carved it in kind of a circle to do so, and then I just filled it with garlic and sage and fennel and a bunch of other stuff. And then I rolled it and scored the skin and then baked, salted it and then baked it. Oh man, it came out so good. And the chicharron, the little crusty skin on the outside. Did yeah. you get, oh, you got some of that, right? Yeah. It was so good. It was good. great. Yeah. And it was fantastic too, because even the next couple of days we were still eating it and you just slice it real thin and mm-hmm. heat it up in a pan. And it was like making amazing sandwiches. It was so, so good. good. Definitely going to do that again. So you can look up, uh, I think he calls it Sorda Porchetta on Food Wishes, if you want the recipe. Oh, I got a, uh, there was a guy that was making it on another podcast uh, forum. So I got to check and see how his came out. Um, oh, last, last thing was, um, so mama made tamales while I was home, but she was also telling yeah. me that our family friend was making tamales. Um, so tamales, if you don't know what they are, it's like a the corn masa which is dough and then they usually fill it with meat um but this friend of ours had made hot dog tamales so he's basically <sighs> taking a hot dog and then coating it in the corn masa the corn dough uh-huh. and then steaming it and he said they came out really good i <laughs> i believe it i, I, I don't, don't eat hot dogs but I, I believe it probably tasted our it probably you know just corny probably good i could see it probably okay i think it was probably good nah. Okay. Well, maybe that's not. It's not going to be on our menu unless I can get some of those Brooklyn hot dogs. You should steal oh, some right. from work, and I'll no, make them. No, I'm not gonna. Okay, maybe. Okay, yeah. just a couple. <laughs> I'm skipping the gross story because I know you don't want to hear it. Sweet. And actually, it's not that Thank good you. of a story. But all right, we're skipping it. Skipping it. Later for you. <clears throat> Um, so this is the Papa segment. I have, I remembered a saying that I don't think you had heard before that he used to say all the time when I was a little kid and I would get angry about people teasing me or whatever. Yeah. And he used to say, learn to take a joke or be one. (laughs) And I thought that was a good saying. That's pretty good. It's true too. Someone should have said that to me when I was in preschool. When when people, yeah, when people (laughs) react to things that are jokes, and this happens a lot, especially in the political spectrum at the moment, where something is said as a joke, 
and people freak out about it like it's you just have to learn that it's okay to take a joke yeah so it's good i like that a lot learn to take a joke um another thing i was another thing i was remembering oh man i forgot about this until recently so papa was big he was a very big guy and he was on a diet I want to say really? it was like a diet at one point. I'm, he invented this diet, I think, or had read a book that influenced this diet that he okay. had invented. What? So apparently he had read that people should try and eat the food that their ancestors would have ate for weight loss um, because your body is tuned to burn that type of energy. Of right? our ancestors? Does that make sense? Yeah, so like, okay, you know, if you're from uh, somewhere that they ate the staple food is rice, like Asia, yeah, you should eat a lot of rice, and your body is tuned to digest rice. What do I do? Um, beans and rice. Ancient Puerto Rico. Ancient Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow Papa interpreted this as, um, I guess, I mean, people who are from Mexico, which our family would be from. Uh, or their bodies should be tuned to digest corn. And so Papa interpreted this as that he could eat Fritos as his diet food. What? And so he so, was eating like Fritos scoops as his diet food. That's not, that's, <laughs> is that a thing? I, I, that was his idea. I, his I guess I don't know of, that it's not. Frito, so you've heard it here. Double Dungeon official diet food is Frito, <laughs> Frito scoops. The big, the big fat ones that are really yeah. good, like super salty ones. I know those I are the like ones it. he no, used I to only get. Like, I like regular Fritos. I don't play around with my Fritos. So yeah, he that was his diet food. Wow. I definitely okay. I don't know if the, I, I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't recommend it, but that can be the official Fritos. Send us maybe some uh, free Fritos and uh, literature about how Fritos are diet food, and we'll <laughs> talk about it on the show. But the literature should be packaged. With the Fritos. Like inside, like a prize? <laughs> oh, yeah, like a prize. We have to get to the bottom of the bag. Uh-huh. We got some junk, Addy. What do we get? We were at karaoke. Oh, yeah. And there was a holiday party there. And somebody, they were giving out stockings that were like full of stuff. And... Somebody left theirs behind, and the the guy that runs the karaoke gave us the stuff out of the inside, which was um, guitar picks with dogs, like cartoon dogs on them. Oh, yeah. Which I guess you're going to give away, right? Yeah, I have a friend that I'm thinking of right now. Does he like dogs or guitars, or both? Both, I think. Well, that's good. Yeah. And then the other amazing thing that was inside, which you (laughs) only recently learned you absolutely love, Yeah. are those... So they were little gold. They, they look like little dog turds. I don't. But yeah, gold wrapped. He, he handed it to me, and I didn't want to look at it. Yeah, and but you opened it up, and inside was. Well, you didn't love me anymore. Was one of those chocolate <laughs> almond covered toffees, butter toffees. Yeah. Which you only recently learned is your favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah, I, I to thought eat. I didn't even like toffee. You, that's what I said. You said the first time I handed yeah. you one. You were like, I don't like it's toffee. Like not yeah. having toffee. No, thank you. But something about these. Almond chocolate covered. Yeah, oh my gosh. Ate so many. I think part of it is that the consistency of the toffee is like crunch. Not cr- it's like some toffees are very dense and this yeah. one's more like airy. So you can, if you take a bite, it, it gives way pretty easy. Yeah, Whereas some true. toffee, you're going to like peanut brittle, which yeah. my grandpa used to love. It, 
if you bite on that, it basically pulls your tooth out when you go to take your teeth apart uh, again. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Pretty good yeah, score. Good we also got, um, I got some ostrich beef jerky, which I ate both of, and it was good. You didn't? Yeah. You didn't see me eating it? No. Good, because you would have slapped it on my hand, because I'm would've... not supposed to eat jerky. Oh, I knew it. I was like, wait a second, ostrich, maybe that's okay. But no, no oh, it. that's very, you're I being definitely, bad. definitely shouldn't it have It should be that it. segment. Rafa, oh, which one? The, the yeah, this you're, one? you're being fun. Fun to do bad things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is your segment. Are you what excited? am I talking about? You ha- I have like 10 things on here for you I don't to know, talk about. I don't know which one you want me to talk about. You can talk about any or all of them. What do you... Honeymoon. What does that even mean? Why we're, is that we're there? We're going on a honeymoon. We're going out. We've been married for... Four... 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 Four and a third years. Four and a third years. Woo! And we're finally and we going need on to a go, We need to go on a honeymoon. Um, yeah. But there isn't really much to talk about there because we don't have a date or a place yet. For sure. Right? Uh, we're, Are you going to Portland? I think we should go to Portland. I think that, that would be fun for coffee and beer. Well, it was and pinball. You're forgetting oh, and pinball. pinball. Yeah. yeah, coffee, beer, and pinball. And so also everything it's, it's, we already do at home once m- again. Well, that that we were talking about that while yeah. we were all, uh, discussing what we like doing, and it was like it's the stuff yeah. we do that we like doing. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty into this. And it's also like one third of the cost of a trip to Hawaii. If that. I know, but I would, you know. You want to go to Hawaii, I know. I, I want to go to Hawaii. Is Dog the Bounty Hunter still living there? His wife died, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe he needs a partner. Like, not partner like marriage, partner like partner in crime, kind of. Uh, that sounds dangerous. Well, I like doing bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um, okay, well, yeah, so we're allegedly going on honeymoon at some point in time. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Oh, well, we I should probably start looking into that, huh? Like booking stuff. I don't know. Yeah. We got to wait until it warms up. Portland is not the warmest of climates. Well, we just would hug each other more because it's our honeymoon. Oh, that's very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I supposed to talk about any yeah. of this other stuff? Well, you, stuff? Can, you can skip the other ones, but do the last one. So right. you're you better tell, at telling us. Okay. Yeah, because I'm so, not good at that. So the first time you ever went to a, a football game was like... T- when was it? That was like eight years ago now, right? Eight, nine, yeah. Eight or nine years ago. We went Maybe to a Broncos, years, a Broncos yeah. game. It was the last game of the season. And so tickets, we have family that has tickets. And they very generously were giving us four tickets that were awesome tickets in the corner of the very, bottom, bottom very bowl. Very, kind, yeah. And so we're going, we got all dressed up in all of our crazy Broncos gear, which we have a ton of. All the Broncos scarf. Game. You had a Broncos uh, flag and um, you guys dressed me completely you went bonkers because i'd yeah. never been to a football game it was fun and so we got all dressed up even though the broncos were not in playoff contention that year still a lot of fun so we went um and we're walking up to the stadium and we see people tailgating <laughs> and you pointed at them and said are they having a picnic <laughs> <laughs> And yes, they were having I grew a picnic. Up, look, I grew up in Manhattan. Yeah. I, well, I, can't believe you, I can't believe you didn't know what tailgating I was. I didn't know what tailgating was. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a good time. Okay. I enjoyed that a lot. Did you, you, we had a good game, too. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was, and I think the Broncos won. And I think they won. I think they won, and they might have even taken the Chiefs out of playoff contention that year with that game. Oh, I don't know. It was something, it was know, something fun. I was, was excited fun. to see uh, the horse. 
Oh yeah, and, uh, uh, Thunder. Sorry. Yeah, Took Thunder. Um, I didn't like the planes. Um, oh, the the jets that come over. Yeah, at the I didn't like that. I wasn't expecting them. I wanted yeah. to be warned. Well, um, the military's got to have their ad. They, did you know the military pays the NFL for those? You were commenting on that at yeah. some point. I don't. I think I disregarded your statement. You disregarded um, all But statements. no, no, I'm listening now. Um, and it was really cold, and I had a mediocre hot chocolate, but I was very, very happy. Did I get you hot chocolate at the stadium? Yeah. I'm so generous. Because that I must was have been freezing. like 10 bucks. I was so cold. Why didn't you wear more clothes? You guys had already wrapped me in layers and layers of Broncos <laughs> apparel. <laughs> <laughs> cheap chinese broncos apparel from the 80s that's <laughs> but i had a warm. great time i had so much fun and you guys were so excited and i just, it was great i was it's a very happy memory it was good yeah. i enjoyed it a lot i got a recommendation adi i got two actually this time because it's been okay. so long. The first one I was thinking about recently. What's the name of the, the actor that's in this movie? Mike, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, nobody cares about <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The other guy, Michael Shannon? Yeah. So Michael Shannon was in the movie we saw about the murder. Knives Out. Knives Out. He was in that, and it made me remember that this movie is fantastic. So he's in a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt called Premium Rush, and I really recommend Premium Didn't Rush. Did recommend this in another show? Did I? I don't know. Okay, well, I won't. I, you know just what? watch it's, that. It's so good. Watch Premium Rush. We're, we're recommending it again. A, we need a secretary, an intern. I to know. T- I'm supposed to be doing that. <laughs> I'm supposed to be okay, keeping track. Well, watch Premium Rush. Maybe yeah. I already recommended it. Cause, I think you did. Okay, well, then I'm going to recommend then, something but, else. But There's also, another. you should still watch Premium Rush because I know you haven't yet. It's true. So, yeah. So, watch Premium Rush. Michael Shannon is very good that at it. That scene where he's, he's skipping... He's like jumping with the Wait, bike. You're right, or whatever. I did recommend this. I remember it now. Well, you know what? It's worth talking it's about worth again. It. Go see the movie. Uh, okay, so I'm, I got, I, I'm glad I have a backup here then. So just today, I saw on Twitter uh, our friend Catfish recommended a video that's called The Art of Wares. And it's not Juarez, it's Wares, W A R E Z. And so what this is, is it's, a, it's like a 30 minute documentary about an- ANSI. Uh, artwork i think it's ANC. i don't know because i've only ever read it um so what this is is back in the early nine late 80s early 90s there was no internet yet the way that the internet worked is that you would log on to what's called a bbs which is like a bulletin board service and on these these bulletin board services were run off of people's computers and so what these people were doing was they were swapping copies of software, mostly games, but other stuff too. Um, And you could have like a splash screen when somebody logged onto your server. And over time, these splash screens, the artwork for them, which was made using just text-based image, like software. So instead of like typing an X, you're able to draw a block, right? And you can assign that block color, shading, and opacity. And so what they were doing is they were creating these insanely complicated artworks out of a text-based program. And uh, so what this this documentary is is trying to profile is how in, incredible some of the artwork is. It's if you have any interest in graffiti artwork at all, this is very much related to it. Um, they take uh, influence from a lot of the same sources, like Ralph Bakshi, that kind of thing. Ralph Bakshi being an illustrator. Um, 
it's just a very interesting they were pushing the technology of the era to the absolute maximum and it was back when like i said about alexa how computers are programming us now instead of that people were working within the very confined limitations that they had available to them and pushing them to the absolute maximum and some of the artwork is really really cool um there's a lot of like fantasy based artwork because it was a bunch of you know nerdy white guys that were doing this but the 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 illustrations they were doing are actually really really interesting and cool and it's like i said it's only a 30 minute documentary i'm going to link to it in the show description if I, or in the uh, yeah in the show notes you'll see it at the bottom of the podcast yeah. description yeah i want to read more yeah it's um the voiceover is a little weird but whatever it's a very good documentary i highly recommend it um, hmm. you should if you have any interest in artwork any interest in internet culture check it out I was thinking about something because I was watching a trailer for the Star Wars movie that came out over Christmas. Yeah. And by that, I mean, it was, something's dinging. It was, um, the trailer came up on another video I was trying to watch. And so I accidentally saw some because I don't, I I was talking about this the other day. I used to love Star Wars as a kid. I don't care about Star Wars at all now. And it's not just that I'm older. It's that these, after the the second trilogy. Mm Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I didn't even watch a third movie, and now it's like ugh. yeah. We watched we watched Solo, which is the one that everybody hates. We the did most. watch Solo. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was good. I thought it was fine. It though. was okay. They at least tried to do something. I don't know. Anyway, I liked it more. Than I'm getting the last off. Movie. I'm getting off the point. So okay, <laughs> in all these space movies, every single time they show ships in space, all of the ships have the cockpit and. Thus, do you want to mute? What is going on there? I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop writing people while we're on the show. I'm not. This I'm is, not. This is, I'm not paying you to have you texting people while we're supposed to be recording. I'm not texting. I'm putting it on. Do not disturb <laughs> right go, now. <laughs> I'm also oh. not getting paid for this. <laughs> so, oh, so in space okay. movies, um, they always have the cockpit and the pilots facing up yeah or at least every spaceship is facing the exact same direction uh-huh. which is not how space works space, <laughs> there's no gravity in space so why are they all facing the exact same direction it, I don't never, know. it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> you can face whatever direction you want you need to get it i would th- i would think that would be a good mm-hmm. shot in in like a space movie is to have a cockpit from one spaceship like slowly closing in on the cockpit of the other spaceship and looking into the at the crew you yeah, see what I'm saying so they're upside down facing. I think that would because be a good it's shot. not all in the same direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's I don't stupid. know. Yeah, make, make a movie where everybody's facing different directions for once. <laughs> oh wait, actually, didn't in Ender's Game? I think that's like a remember that in the in the movie they made a point to bring that up that there is no up or down in. Yeah, yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, so good, good Ender's Game, good job. I got a question, Adi. What? What is it? So, people like buying French bulldogs, right? They're really cute. Very expensive dogs, right? And what's I, that I other dog? What's the other, what kind of dog is Lucy? Um, a mini Australian Shepherd. Okay, she doesn't have a tail either, right? French bulldogs. This Australian she has a shepherd. tiny tail. It's like a little nub, right? 
that's not how these dogs came from birth. They had tails at one point in time, right? Mm. And then they, they cut them off somehow? I don't know. I, you I always, you know off. more than I do but about this topic. That's what I mean is I think they, they, they might put like a rubber band on it and then it falls off eventually or something. I don't know. But the point is, where, what do they do with the dog tail? What do you do with a dog tail after you cut it off? Does it just go in the trash? I, I don't Does know. Does it get burned? Stew? <laughs> We're not in that part. Stew? Not in that part of the world, but... I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. What, like, do what else are you tails? doing with That's it? That's what I'm saying. Is wasting where does it, the tail? Where does it go after they cut it off? I don't know. Uh, uh, makeup. Maybe. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it's an interesting question. Natural if you flavors. If you know where the dog tail goes after they cut it off, <laughs> email us. Doubledungeon at hotmail.com. Tell us. We clearly don't know the answer to this. You gotta do what? I gotta believe. What are you looking forward to? Um, I don't know. I'm really excited about work this week. And Ooh. that sounds super lame. Well, speaking but of work this week. it's true. Yeah. I'm excited to start saving a lot of money on our health insurance. Hooray. We're going to save like $1,000 a month on our health insurance yeah. now. This is fantastic. It's for switching health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. That, that stupid health insurance that we had before. I can't believe how expensive it was. Yeah. So I'm excited to save money. Good. And then I'm also excited that I don't have, I had a dentist appointment tomorrow and I called and confirmed that I could skip it because it's not necessary, necessary for me to take the five hour round trip, $80 ride out yeah, there. You're doing a mental health. Uh, yeah. A mental health, yeah, dentist day. Dentist day, yeah. Wait, so that means that we should um, hang out together tomorrow, right? After I get out of work. I have an appointment, a dental Um, appointment. No, you don't. (laughs) Let's get out of here. All right. This is a good time. Look at that. It was like almost exactly an hour and a half. We're fantastic at this. We have the pacing down. We snuck in some extra stories. We cut out the gross story, which you didn't want to hear anyway. Exactly. I love it. This is great. All right, everybody. Email us doubledungeon at hotmail.com. Make sure you call your mom. I'm sure you probably were just home with your mom, but call her anyway. 